Hello everyone, welcome back to the Baker City Makeup Podcast with me, Keely McGrath. I'm so happy to be sitting down recording again. I know my podcast has been a bit sporadic lately and there's been massive gaps between them, but I am finally back in a place where I can do them on a weekly basis. Um, and I've gotten out of like the little head front that I was in. So I was basically kind of going through this like thing in my head where I wasn't happy with any of the content I was producing, whether it was for Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, um, like the podcast, nothing I was doing I was happy with. And I think it was because I was putting myself in this little box and I've decided just to let go and just do what I want. I get really worried about certain things that I say in case I change my mind on that down the line. Then people are like, you said this at one point, but it's so natural for people to change their opinions so I can just cut on with it and move on and get over myself and stop like trying to live like this filtered lifestyle that I'm trying to live. I'm not trying to live a filtered lifestyle, but sometimes I do find myself having to like undo a, like maybe retake a video because I've said something weird or like delete a section of a podcast because I might have said something that I may disagree with. Like, you know, I haven't done that much, but I feel like the last few podcasts I've recorded that I haven't published, I was worried about what I was saying. So I just ended up not publishing them. So I've decided to get out of that front and just get over myself and go back to the way I was always podcasting, which is just me speaking my mind. And so I'm finally like back in that place. I think I was just kind of getting lost in my head a little bit um, and my anxiety was up a little bit more so I was just kind of in a bit of a frump but I'm finally back to where I need to be and doing exactly what I want to be doing. I actually had this podcast already recorded at one stage. It was the sex podcast so I put this on my story a good month ago. Sorry I have hiccups if you can hear them but about a month or maybe two ago no it was about a month ago I put up a story asking if anyone had any specific questions just about sex and their sex life and their relationship sex life or just general questions about sex and that's what I'm going to talk about today on my own Instagram I do talk a lot about sex anyway um I'm a sex addict <laughs> just joking but I do talk a lot about it anyway like I give relationship advice and I'm just going to talk boy talk girl talk just girly sister advice and things like that so I just said fuck it we'll bring that to the podcast um and the reason it's on the fake it till you make it podcast is because I do feel a lot of it is stuff you learn as you go along the way and lots of these questions I would have been thinking myself even a few years ago so I'm going to be the one to be able to answer them for you today and I'm just happy to be back in a place where my mind is free and I can just talk about this and yeah I'm not going to be like picking and choosing what I'm saying I'm just going to go with the flow so these questions are a little bit old but I've got loads of other podcast ideas for the next couple of weeks so I'm really really excited so do come back and listen to it and I'm really excited to see what you guys think but anyways we're just going to get straight down to it get down to the nitty-gritty um and yeah if anyone's thinking like why is this girl talking about sex it's because I want to and if you've got a problem with that you don't have to listen to this podcast I've got loads of other episodes if you want to listen to those instead but today I'm just going to get down to the questions that you guys have asked me before I get into the questions I just want to like make a quick little point about this in general I do feel like there is such a stigma um still in 2022 um around like people talking about sex openly and like just like females in general just being able to discuss about it I do know that there is a reason behind it and it's it is got to do with like Catholic Ireland and how, you know, women would never talk about it and um, and just like how you're supposed to keep yourself to marriage and like that kind of old, that old kind of saying has kind of just been embedded into us um, and there is lots of shame that comes with being a woman who enjoys sex and I just feel like that's something that's so prominent in this country. I mean, men talk about sex 24 fucking seven. When I was in school, lads would always be like, oh yeah, wank bank, did you have wanked that last night? Like, you know, they'd always say things like that, but a girl would never say something like that. It was only recently me and my friends even started talking about vibrators to each other. I'm 24 and that's only a recent thing, whereas lads have probably been talking about wanks since they were fucking 10. 
you know what I mean so it's just such a there's such a stigma between men and women and what they can and can't say when it comes to the topic of sex um and I feel like that is why a lot of people have got a lot of questions about them and they're afraid to ask and they're afraid to like you know they think that they might be different just because they might be a sexual being but let me tell you like most girls are just as sexual as boys um like there is no like gene that makes a guy more like interested in sex than a girl that's not like a thing like both sexes are interested equally um in their sexual fantasies and their sexual pleasures it's just one has been like so predominantly been able to speak about it in the media and the other has been like completely shamed for it not even just the media but like in the household in the school like in society in the church and one then has been completely neglected when it comes to that topic so that's the women like we have just not been able to have this open platform where we can speak about it I do think it's getting better of course but I feel like every single time a woman speaks about sex they have to say there's a stigma about sex like I'm talking about it now but I do have to address the fact that there is a stigma this is an out of like this is a weird topic not weird but this is a different topic for me to talk about the reason I'm talking about it is because it should be talked about but like if a guy was to come on to a podcast and talk about like sex and things like that he wouldn't have to be like I know this is a bit weird of me to talk about but women kind of have to address that um not that we have to but you nearly feel like you have to say it just so people aren't like weirded out the fact that you're speaking about sex but anyways like I was saying I do think a lot of that just comes back to old Catholic Ireland um and the idea that like sex is shameful because obviously like even with the Madeline laundries and things like that like women who were fell pregnant would have to get sent away to these laundries and get their child taken off them and live the rest of their life out in sin and you know it was such a shameful thing for a woman to be having sex out of marriage and then for her to actually get pregnant was a whole different thing um whereas like those men would have never been shamed it was not as if people were hunting down these guys or anything like that and like locking them up for obviously like deflowering a woman and my fingers were doing the little bunny ears things there but yeah you get what I mean like it's just been something that's kind of embedded in us for a really long time um if a guy has sex with 20 people he's a fucking he's a pro he's a lad um whereas if a girl does that she's a whore and she's a slut so there's just such a difference between the two sexes and the two genders and who can say what and who's allowed to say what and what it means if they're speaking about it people might even listen to this and think that I'm like a slut or a whore just for even addressing the topic of sex which is absolutely crazy um because how do people think they even come into this this earth you come into this earth due to people having sex so yeah anyways just wanted to kind of put that out there that's why I feel like there is a lot of stigma around it and that's why I feel like a lot of women unfortunately have been left kind of in the dark about loads of our own thoughts like if they're normal like is it normal to want this is it normal to do that and a lot of women as well find it really hard to be able to even like climax or be able to you know just have good interesting sex because we have not been taught what it's supposed to feel like no one openly discusses it like I was saying boys have been talking about wanks till the dawn of fucking time like since I was younger a boy would mess and they'd still just be like oh yeah wank 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 whereas a girl would never say like they're going to like masturbate or anything like that that would just be never be like in our dialogue um so yeah it's just a bit of a crazy thing all around and just one more thing as well before I get fully into it is I do think a reason behind all of this like obviously like I said it comes from Catholic Ireland but I do think that the sex education in Ireland is a bit of a joke and I'm on about for male and for females um I just think that it's not spoken about correctly in schools I feel like the whole waiting to learn like an older age I think sex proper sex education was taught to us when we were like 17 18 and by then people had babies you know what I mean like people in my year had kids it's like to speak about it at that age is just so ridiculous but it was something I remember there was like 
consent letters sent out to parents to make sure that they were okay with the school teaching them like I'm sorry but what parent does not want a school to teach their kid about sex um and I don't really understand why some parents feel uncomfortable as well talking about the topics of sex with their kids I mean it's only going to benefit them like if they aren't going to learn about it they're going to figure it out by themselves um and like for me and for a lot of other like people maybe my age or just younger or older a lot of the sex we learn about is through porn sites like we learn about what sex is through Pornhub like and I'm sorry but that is just not a healthy way to understand what sex is how you should act during sex and things like that so like if I feel like if I was sat down at a really like a much younger age like maybe like 12 or 13 and it was explained to me like hey just letting you know like this is what sex is it doesn't you don't have to go ins and outs but you can also explain to your kids like the harmfulness that watching porn can do you can explain to them the natural sex is not like porn um and that if you do end up look just be like look if you do want to obviously explore and if you do want to end up watching porn just know that that's not how real sex is in the real world and set those expectations for your younger kids so that when they do go out and they do start exploring their sexuality they're not going to have to like first of all think that everything feels good when you first start off because sex at that the start hurts and secondly that it's okay for women to first of all feel pleasure and they don't have to be embarrassed about it maybe explain to them what the difference is between male pleasure and female pleasure you don't have to get into it because i know that those topics can be a bit awkward but it's better you explain these things to your kids um than them figuring out through porn what the way they're supposed to act how they're supposed to look because that could make them feel really uncomfortable like i learned how somebody has sex through porn so can you imagine the kind of uncomfortable sex I was having when I didn't obviously understand what I liked myself and like I was only doing things that I thought I had to do like you know like just doing positions or like making noises that you thought you had to do because that's how you learned sex so I just do not understand why schools and why parents are not teaching sex to their kids at a much younger age so that they are fully in the aware of how the real world works and how sex is actually supposed to be as opposed to paid actors who are acting out and it's usually for the male gaze as well like it's usually like women in positions that only appeals to like men and their sexual fantasies and it's not really anything got to do with women and what they want um and that is what obviously the porn industry is built around it's all got to do with the male's gaze and exactly what way male like men want to look at it and what way they want to indulge it and it's also a really negative thing as well for boys to watch that and think like oh yeah that's what I'm supposed to do because porn can be really aggressive sex and like I don't think anyone who is having sex for the first time at a young age like 14 15 younger or older should have to live up to the sex expectations that porn is I'm 24 now I'm fully aware that you don't have to have sex like a porn star but younger me definitely thought you did and that just makes it a really uncomfortable kind of situation and it can just lead them into feeling like a lot of shame built around it because it could be something that's so like you've kind of lived your life where your parents don't talk about it school hasn't talked about it yet and all of a sudden you're encountering all these sexual experiences yourself but then you can feel like this heat of shame around it because it's something that's not been openly discussed about so I just think the schools should really be like talking about sex in a more natural and normal way and I don't think they should be waiting until the ages of 17 and 18 to explain to people what sex is what condoms are what STDs are what kind of birth controls you should get if they even speak about that like I don't know what they talk about these days but I remember my sex education was very 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 brief and I just didn't give enough another thing as well as I do think that younger people should be taught about consent from such an early age and I'm on about like three and four year olds should be taught about what consent is it's so important for kids to know that their body is their body and nobody has the right to touch it in any kind of way at all without them giving consent and then to also know that they can't give consent to sex until they are 17 that's the legal age in Ireland it's like someone even knowing that I feel like it's such a good thing to learn because 
if you are 14 and 15 and if a 20 year old is talking to you for you then like first of all you might think there's nothing wrong with that if you don't know about consent and if you don't know about sex in general but if you're taught from a young age that look your body is your body it's this is it, it's up to you whoever you want to touch it and you need to give consent to this person however you're not actually legally allowed to give consent to anyone until you're 17 um, and it's really important for you to know this because if you're only 14 or 15 and someone who's 20 is trying to have sexual intercourse with you that means that first of all they're in a position of power they're more than likely grooming you the reasons that it's wrong like you should know why it's wrong as opposed to just knowing that you shouldn't do it and then not telling anyone like if a 15 year old is trying like if a 20 year old man is trying to get with a 15 year old girl the girl is first of all just going to keep that a secret from people regardless because one there is shame around sex and two their parents have probably never spoke to them about sex in general or just told them to sustain from it whereas if your parents sit you down they say look if someone who's much older than you comes up to you and tries to have sex you should really like definitely avoid that situation the reason is because first of all they're an adult they're in a position of power they've got a lot more life experience than you and they can definitely manipulate you into doing things that you're not ready to do and I feel like learning that from a young age is really important so that people don't end up having the situations that they think are normal when they're younger then when they get to an age when they're like 21 22 even 18 and 19 they look back and they say Jesus Christ what kind of a situation was I put into at all um, and it's because they didn't know that that was like a wrong thing for that person to do to them they didn't know that they might have been being great and they didn't know that the person that they were like with was obviously at such a higher power to them um and the whole thing about like power status as well definitely comes into it because if someone is 20 and you are only 15 um that person is in a position of power they've got their own money their own source of income they probably have a car they're able to do like adult things with you and make your little teenage life feel so cool and grown up but i think it should be explained to kids at a young age um, the reasons why these things have rules like the reason why the age of consent is 17 and the expectations you're supposed to set um, for yourself and how to set your own boundaries so anyways that's like my little spin on why I think a lot of people are afraid to talk about sex especially women is because there is a lot of shame around it and on top of that then as well it's just not being taught to us correctly in schools and by the time it is being taught to us we've already taught ourselves we've already looked up porn we've already had sex we've already um put ourselves in those positions where we've discovered things about ourselves anyway um and then when you kind of hit an age where you're like 19 20 even older like maybe 22 23 you're trying to rediscover what it is you actually like because you have learned porn you have learned how to have sex through Pornhub um so it's just kind of rewiring all the things you thought you might have liked and then trying to figure out how you what you do like so I feel like sex is just such an important thing to teach to people and just to set the expectations um because you know everyone fucking has it and it's just important I think for people to understand their boundaries and understand that sex is not fucking www.pornhub.com but in saying that I'm going to get to the questions now the questions aren't really totally related to what I was saying there but I just wanted to include all that bit because I think it's really important for people to kind of know that in their own heads and if anyone does have any kind of feeling of shame around sex or anything like that take a look in the mirror and kind of see like why do I feel shame around this what could it be like what is it that I'm embarrassed of and more than likely you're going to root it down to the education you're taught about sex or how your parents spoke to you about sex and if your parents spoke to you about sex if your friends talked about it openly was there slut shaming done for women was there like were people called whores if they ever even had sex with like one person all of those things do counter into why you may feel shame around sex and the discussions of sex I'm 24 now I think from a very young age I realized I was a very sexual being I'm just really in tune with it all I'm really interested 
um, in sex, which makes me sound a little bit perverted, but it just has always kind of excited me and interested me. Um, so I feel like I'm okay to talk about it and I feel like I've always been nearly okay to talk about it to my friends and things like that. And I've always been okay and willing to like experiment different things. Um, but a lot of people may not feel that because they might not have been in an environment where it was okay to. Um, yeah, so that's just, that's basically it. Like I kind of grew up watching Sex in the City. So that's also another platform that like taught me about sex and stuff, um, which was a good show to have back in the day. But obviously, again, that was something that was a little bit unrealistic. Um, but look, I'm going to get just get down to the questions. Just know that your feelings are totally valid. If you do feel like you've got like shame or if you feel like it's a weird thing for you to talk about, or even if you feel like it's an awkward thing to talk about with your partner, just understand that that's not your thoughts. It's actually what society has like thought onto you. They've put those feelings and that pressure onto you and they've made you like not want to talk about these things you were able to like break away from that and having these open discussions with yourself and understanding your own sexual like awareness and understanding like what you like and what you don't like so I'm going to get into the questions now okay so like I said I just asked my followers to ask me some questions it could be about like their partner sexual their sorry their sex life with their partners just sex in general questions they may have so the very first one that came in says what did you and you and your partner have different sex drive and how do you make them mix together? So this is actually something that was asked quite a few different times. Um, and I'm happy someone asked me, like I'm in, a, I'm in a nearly five year relationship and like your sex drive does fluctuate so much. It goes up, it goes down. The two of you have got different sex drives at different times. This isn't just me and my relationship. This is everyone. This is friends that I've spoke to that may be in new relationships, friends that are in like longer relationships than me. It fluctuates no matter what. And I don't think there's long enough periods of time where the two of you have the same sex drive. Either one of you wants it more, one of you wants it less. Maybe the two of you don't want it. Um, like, you know, it just goes through different stages of it. And it's kind of trying to adapt to it. So I do think for women, one of the reasons, um, one of the reasons why we may, oh, sorry, my locker is moving. One of the reasons why um, our sex drives can get a little bit slower is because a lot of the time, like being, and this is for men too, but being in the same routine day in, day out can really like take away the excitement of sex. Um, one thing as well as I do feel like a lot of sex like heterosexual sex is about male pleasure and that's something that's been taught to us again through porn um like just that's what it's always been like men have always openly talked about like their self-pleasure like wanks and that's always been like something that's even portrayed in movies and cinemas like when the fella comes the sex is over and that's just not how sex should be like sex should be about both people experiencing pleasure um where was I going with this oh yeah so women's sex drive can slow down a little bit too because a lot of the sex women are having is for like male pleasure so maybe you don't want to have sex you want to have sex a little bit less because you're not getting too much pleasure out of it so that could be one of the reasons why like your sex drive is slowing down a little bit um I know that's not related to the question it's not about like how do you get your sex drive back up but sex drive can go down because you may feel like the sex that you're having is only to please one person and it's not to please you and you may not feel like you're getting too much enjoyment out of it don't get me wrong sex itself is fun but like if it's always going to be sex with a female pleasure it's gonna you're gonna get bored of that like you're gonna get bored of doing it especially if it's with the same one person the whole time which is obviously what relationships are um so finding that happy balance of him getting pleasure and you getting pleasure every single time you have sex is what you need because then you're gonna be excited for it you're gonna want it you're gonna be aroused by it and you're going to like crave it again so that's something that you need to focus on too so female pleasure figuring out what you like figuring out like how to get you to that stage um and then making sure that every single time that you have sex that that's what you are the two of you have got a goal in mind that the goal for the two of you is to is to seek pleasure not just one person two people so that could be one reason why you like your sex drive might be lacking and you might not even be aware of it you might just think oh i'm not in the mood for sex but it could be the deep-rooted feeling of you're not getting enjoyment out of it and you're not getting pleasure out of it um another thing as well just to get your sex drive up i think is just changing your situation 
So for me, my own sex drive will go down if I'm doing the same thing day in, day out. If it's Monday to Friday, you're just gonna work, Saturday to Sunday, you're not doing anything. Um, you can get a little bit boring, like you wanna do something different. So it's good to be able to like book nights away, even just do different things like having maybe a, an in-house movie night, buying yourself new underwear, I feel it's just always such a game changer for me. Like even I just like to buy myself like a new set of like pajamas, like you know, the shorts and the cute top. Um, just making yourself feel good can really like boost your own like it can just boost your own confidence and stuff and I feel like wanting to have sex does link a bit to confidence um like when you do feel really confident you do feel like more sexual and then you do want to have sex a little bit more so that is a good way as well to be able to boost up your sex drive but back to the question that's in hand is when you and your partner have two different sex drives how do you make that work and the thing is you just have to communicate to your partner everything that I'm going to talk about today really when it comes to sex and your partner is just communication it can take a while to be able to get to a stage with your partner where you are able to discuss these things um but never have sex with someone just because you feel like you're letting them down if you don't because that's that's just first of all it's not really consensual um just be having someone just because they want to have sex because you want to um but if there is a stage where the two of you are at different kind of stages maybe they want to have sex more and you don't I think just having the open like conversation just being like look I think at the moment my sex drives are slowing down a little bit um I'm just letting you know like maybe I don't want to have sex as much as I used to I think having that open discussion as well just kind of takes a little bit of the ease off because they might realize what it is and a lot of the time people do tend to blame themselves for these situations so let's say us girls let's say that if our if we want to have sex with our partner and they were turning us down we may think that there's something wrong with us we might get in our own heads being like oh my god is because i'm after gaining weight is because i'm ugly is because they're not interested in me is because they're seeing someone else all of those thoughts go through our heads but like guys think the same thing too so having this like open discussion and just being like look at the moment my sex drive is just a little bit lower um i'm just letting you know they might then ease up a little bit and they might not like you know first of all they'll be happy that you told them because they're going to know that it's not them issue but they also might stop trying to put the pre- not pressure but you know what I mean like they might stop trying to like make a move like every single night and it might whittle down and then you might be able to find that happy balance where they might only be like having sex maybe once a week or you know whenever suits you but I do think as well something that I learned from um Keila Moncrief so this is actually on one of her YouTube videos is she gave this advice as well so if your sex drive is a lot lower than your partner's it's a good idea to tell them that you want to initiate the next sex the next sex I find myself if my own sex drive is low um and then my partner is like trying to make a move on me I could literally be in my own head being like I just don't want it and then I'll just completely shut it down um and then that can kind of put it like a bit of an awkwardness between the two of us because I've like completely shut it down and you know what I mean like it's just it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's been awkward like do you know what I mean like if you don't want to do it you don't have to do it but a good thing that Keelan said was you asking you initiate it so have the conversation being like look my sex drive is a little bit lower um and just whenever you're obviously in the mood it's kind of just making me feel a bit um like you know I'm feeling a bit pressured when you're in the mood it's nothing that you're doing it's just I feel like I'm letting you down every time that you're trying to make a move and I'm not up for it so is it okay if I'm just the one who initiates it next time so like maybe you don't try to have sex with me or you don't like try to initiate anything like I'm going to initiate it next and then they're fully aware of the situation you're in they're feeling aware that you want to be the one to make the move and then if it's gone like maybe a couple of nights or so and you've realized they haven't been like trying to like initiate anything then you might actually be able to build up your own little confidence your own little, like ego and then you're able to initiate it and then things kind of get back into a right track but what I would recommend the most is just communication finding out um first of all is there a reason why you're not wanting to have sex that much is it because you're kind of going through the same situations day in day out is it because you've been living together years and there's just nothing exciting about it anymore you still love them obviously but maybe you just need to do something different or is it because you're genuinely not that interested in sex like figure out what it is that's making 
you or your partner have a difference in the like the fluctuation of how how often they want sex and figure out what that is and see if you can make it better your sex drive is never going to be the same it's not going to be like a case where the two of you always want sex at the same time continuously and people get very confused at that because at the start of any relationship people are like hopping off each other like there's so much sex at the start of a relationship and then it does fizzle down to what people naturally want and what people naturally desire and sometimes women do want it less sometimes men do want it less but just finding that happy balance is really important but to find that happy balance you do need to realize why is it that you don't want to have sex what is it that's putting you off is it something you can do to fix those things if you've done all that and it still just happens to be that your sex drive is a little bit lower just communicate that to your partner say that you want to initiate it the next time try to start introducing new things as well into your sex life just make it interesting again um but in general dealing with it and having the two different ones explain it to your partner make sure that they feel that their needs are being met too to a certain extent see if there's something that's bothering them um and see if there's a happy way that two of you can kind of come in the middle and like maybe he cuts down the amount of sex he wants <laughs> um or maybe you like you're able to like find a way that's able to arouse you a little bit more um and look for anyone who's out there and like is going through that it does happen like don't worry there isn't really like a quick fix I can't tell you like drink this magic potion the two of you'll have the same sex drive you won't and there will be times where someone can get a little bit frustrated because they're not their needs aren't being met and they're okay to feel a little bit frustrated with that but not at you and you don't have to give them anything that you are not comfortable giving and it's okay also to not feel comfortable to have sex with your partner on a time on a on a on a time to time basis like just because they're your partner doesn't mean you're obligated to have sex with them so just make that known as well for yourself like just because you're with someone doesn't mean you're obligated to have to sleep with them every single night um and just knowing that then as well and look you will find the groove again I just do think a lot of it has just got to do with having a new surrounding a new environment and you asking can you initiate it instead of them always being the one to like try to start something because that could also kind of put you off a little bit hope that helps a little bit like I said there isn't really a quick fix it's more so finding out exactly why you're on a different level um understanding that it's totally normal for people to have less sex than longer they're in a relationship um and figuring out then that there is some ways you can reintroduce things into your sex life whether it's trying something new out whether it's going away whether it's wearing new lingerie whether it's experimenting and maybe watching porn together like there's loads of different ways you can kind of reintroduce um new and exciting sex to your lives again it doesn't completely die out and fizzle you just need to both be willing to put it as a put it as a priority that you're working on and try to figure out new ways for the two of you to enjoy it all over again on a basis that the two of you are happy with doing it okay so the next girl just texted in she just said coming off the pill saved her sex life and i have heard a lot about that that like different um contraceptions and things like that can definitely like change your sex drive and things like that and that's a hundred percent true so if anyone is out there and they feel like when they started the pill or when they started the coiler whatever it is that gives you hormones that their sex drive has kind of decreased definitely see if you can just talk to your doctor and see if you can just switch over to another one um because that could obviously like put a strain on yourself as well like if you're not even feeling normal because if your normality is like to have a high sex drive and then a medication like a pill that you're taking for contraception is taking that away you might feel a bit abnormal so just speak to your doctor about that as well but 100% I've seen so many people talking about that in the past it's crazy how it messes you up like honestly it's just insane Okay, so the next one is a bit more of a detailed question. It says, how do you let your body relax enough to enjoy sex completely? Um, and I'm gonna be honest with this. The only way you can let your body relax enough to enjoy sex completely is you need to be with someone that you are fully 
comfortable with. You are not going to allow your body to relax completely on a one night stand. Um, look, some people may listen to this and they may say, no, I've had some of the best sex of my life on a one night stand. Okay, if you have, cool. I feel like people's, the best sex of people's lives with someone they genuinely are emotionally attached to and they feel extremely comfortable with. And I feel like the best sex of your life comes from someone that you are literally like in a relationship with and you love. Um, again, I could stand corrected on that. Some people might be like, nope, it was definitely one night stand for me. Um, but if this is, this is obviously coming from someone who's struggling with feeling comfortable and letting their body relax to be able to like fully climax, um, I would say that you need to be with someone that you're comfortable with to allow yourself to go through like the like it's a little bit of an awkward stage at first like you're letting your body fully relax like you're letting your face muscles do whatever like you know <laughs> whatever expressions it is that they're naturally doing your body's going to be making noises um and you need to be okay with the person that you're doing that with so you're not thinking that you need to put on a show you don't need to like you you shouldn't have to care about what faces you're making or what noises you're making because it's so it should just come so naturally when you're really comfortable with the person another thing as well is having your own personal time so figuring out exactly what it is you like and what kind of positions you need to be in for you to reach a climax or for you to enjoy sex and just figuring out by yourself what you like so then you can bring that to the bedroom to your partner a lot of girls are really afraid to do this um and a lot of girls like won't experiment on themselves they'll just have sex with boys um and then they'll always complain that the sex isn't that good or it was grand or whatever but I'm like but if you don't even know what you like honey like how is he supposed to know what you like like a guy isn't going to be able to figure out that you like a certain thing unless you've kind of figured it out yourself look they may stumble across it by accident and then all of a sudden you've realized that you like you know you like a certain position or you like I don't know something got to do with your bum or anything like that like a guy may stumble across that and you may realize you like it then but nine times out of ten it's going to be you figuring out something that you like yourself and then you introducing that into the bedroom being like hey I actually usually like it when like you know when there's stimulation when there's this when there's that when I'm getting bit here when I'm getting like you know in a certain position when I'm getting choked like you need to know what it is you kind of like yourself so that you can bring those things into your sex life so you can enjoy it more and same with guys who's listening like you might like a certain different thing it doesn't always have to be like missionary or whatever you see on porn like there might be different things that interest you and that's why there's such thing as fetishes and um different sexual fantasies and like you know role playing all these different things because certain people have got different sexual desires and it's all about figuring that out but you kind of need to figure that out by yourself and then you need to bring that in so they be my two um tips for you one is get extremely comfortable with the person that you're with so that you aren't focused on what you look like what you sound like what faces you're making um and you're able to completely let your body naturally relax to enjoy it and two is understanding what it is that makes your body feel good during sex like what is it that makes you feel good what is it that brings you pleasure and then being able to bring that to your partner so the two of you have a really good time together um obviously it's really easy for a fella to climax but there is obviously extra levels for a fella too like look a guy can come really easily um and a girl it does take a little bit more like power for us to get there but a guy still might want to like you know they might still want to explore and do different things to make it even a better experience for them um so it's all just about self-exploration and figuring out what you want and trying out different things and trying out your different thoughts and fantasies as long as it's in a consensual way but figure it all out by yourself first and then bring it back to the table somebody did ask as well how much the sex hurt um so i'm obviously guessing this is someone who hasn't had sex yet um and i don't really know how to explain it it's been like nine years since I've lost my virginity to be honest it is painful the first thing the 
first times you do have sex um and I will just let you know that like the more lubricated you are the less it hurts so the way the muscle works is that if it is not lubricated it'll be like really tight and it can be really sore and it can feel like friction but the more like lubricated and wet that area is the more easier um the more less painful it is and the less kind of friction that happens down there so it does hurt a little bit less but it doesn't hurt every single time um and if it does hurt every single time that could possibly be a medical condition and you may need to seek help from a gynecologist for this but like it doesn't hurt every single time it just hurts maybe the first or second time that you do have sex i can't really explain exactly what it feels like it's kind of like getting your ears pierced or something it's kind of like a pop um and it can just be really sore um but the pain does go away i can't put a feeling that's like it because it's not really like anything else um but it's not like something that you'd be screaming your head off or anything like that it's just kind of like oh ouch kind of a thing and then it goes away um if that kind of answers the question i hope it did i wish i could actually explain it a little bit better but i just can't think of any other way to explain it um but again make sure that you are happy with the person you're doing with it make sure you're consenting and please girls if there's anyone listening to this that's hasn't experienced it yet don't do it because your friends are doing it don't do it because you feel like you have to and never ever 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 let a boy pressure you into doing it I don't care if he is your boyfriend and you're going out three years if you feel like you're too young and you're not ready for it yet then don't do it some of my best friends save themselves till they're like 20 21 I actually hate that expression as well save yourself um but some of my friends waited till they were a lot older to lose their virginity and that's because they felt that they weren't mature enough yet to go through that and that's totally fine and a lot of my friends did lose their virginity earlier because they did feel a little bit of pressure um and they felt like they nearly had to um and then there was kind of people like me who just kind of wanted to um but you know what I mean like it's it's different for everyone just do everything at your own pace but I can't actually exactly give you a what it feels like um, but that might be something that school can teach you if they ever bring in proper sex education. If anyone is looking up these kind of questions online, I would just look them up on Google and make sure you're not going onto like any adult XSX websites. There might be some really helpful like YouTube videos and educational videos out there. So definitely like give them a little look up and see if there's kind of like commonly asked questions um, about things like that. But yeah, that's the best answer I can give is that it hurts a little bit at the start and the best way for it to hurt less is to be comfortable and to be a little bit wet. So another person sent in a message and they said a few other people have asked kind of similar. They said, how can I get over feeling self-conscious? I just feel awkward dressing up or anything like that. So I think one of the major things on this is obviously being comfortable with the person you're with again. And a lot of this does come back to the comfort of being with someone else. And look, I have had, I've had one night stands before and stuff like that. And I just, back then I used to think that, oh yeah, they're great. They're cool. But I, I don't think anything compares to being with someone that you're genuinely fully connected to that understands you and that accepts you because you can just kind of let yourself loose and you're just kind of happier and you're not really thinking about how you look or how you act. Look, by all means, like I 100% get self-conscious from time to time. I get self-conscious just in normal clothes these days. I've put on more weight than I've ever had before. I'm the heaviest I've ever been. And I definitely go through stages where I don't feel like sexy but it is really important to like take a step back from that and just realize that you are so sexy like this person is wanting to have sex with you because they are sexually interested in you and they obviously think that you're fit and that you're good looking and that you're you know sexy so just take it take it in your stride as well and just be like okay look they obviously want to have sex with me they see that I'm a sexual person why don't I see that you need to build on your own self-worth as well and kind of understand that it's your own mind frame like you're only letting you're the barrier between you and how you're perceiving yourself like it's you they are going to think that you're a sexy person anyway um especially if they're wanting to 
have sex with you and especially if it's your partner like they obviously think that you're beautiful and that you are sexual and that you're desirable so just make sure you have those own beliefs of yourself a good podcast to listen to would be my own podcast um and it's just on one of the old episodes I think it is self-love is not loving yourself unconditionally 100% of the time I think that's what it's called I can't really remember but when it comes to dressing up and stuff I do think that that's something that you just need to be with someone that you're comfortable with and you just need look what I would recommend actually on this one is buying something that you that you really like buying something in your favorite color buying something that fits really well um you don't have to go like the full brat thong stockings things it could just be that you've ended up wearing like a new underwear that day like introduce it slowly you don't have to like stand there in the room with this robe dripping off your shoulders and this full lingerie set that's movies it doesn't have to be like that at all it can just be you like just not like you could just wear a nice a nice little matching set underneath a dress for a night out and then they can see that afterwards when they take your dress off like small things like that it doesn't have to be this big reveal where you walk in and the gown slips off you and falls to the floor that's just movies that's why I'm saying like nothing has to be like that don't do anything you're uncomfortable doing if it just comes down to you that you're just wearing a new brand thong and you're just happy wearing them then that's what it is for you you don't have to kind of set all these different expectations for yourself so don't feel awkward and don't feel pressure into doing something a certain way you don't have to do it all extravagantly it could just be the fact that you're wearing a new kind of underwear and maybe a lacy one instead of a g-string maybe you're just wearing like a thong in general instead of boxers like whatever it is you want to do but just make sure you're comfortable in doing it but really try to explain to yourself that they want to have sex with you they think you're desirable they think that you are sexual they think you're a sexual being so you should think that about yourself too try to convince yourself that you are sexy because you fucking are sexy and just go with it and find out what you like to wear is there a certain kind of bra that you like is there a certain kind of underwear you like is there one that maybe sits nicer on your hips or your tummy like that's what I do I find the nice underwear that suits me and that I think is flattering for me and it could even be a boxer set and it could just be like no like I haven't worn a brand over a year um but like it could just be whatever kind of suits you as long as you feel desirable and you feel sexy and then that will radiate off you and they'll feel that too but don't feel the pressure to have to do like this whole lingerie socks g-string thong like don't feel like you have to do that look I feel great when I do things like that um but not everyone does not everyone feels like they want to do that so don't feel the pressure of doing it find something that works for you tell yourself that you're so beautiful because you are and understand that that person wants to get with you anyway so they obviously think you're sexy you should think it too okay so the next question comes from someone who says they've never given or got head or had sex before and they're afraid when they do it they'll do something wrong I just want you to know you're not going to do anything wrong as long as you don't bite <laughs> um but look everything just kind of comes naturally to you again don't learn from porn if you are going to be like looking up any videos or anything to like get a kind of idea of it I wouldn't go straight for like any hardcore porn there is really like natural websites out there I don't know any off the top of my head but like even if you were on any porn sites you could look up like natural like blowjob or something like that um but everything kind of just will come naturally you'll just do whatever it is you want to do there's no right or wrong way like men didn't grow up getting taught in classroom if a girl does it this they're wrong if a guy does this they're wrong like none of us have been taught the right or wrong way it's whatever feels good for you in the moment you won't do anything wrong um as long as you are consenting and you are happy to give that consent and you're comfortable doing things then it doesn't matter everything is learning game honestly you learn more by the more you do things and the more you experiment and the more you open yourself up um nobody nobody enters their first ever time having sex and that's the best sex of their life honestly never I no one is ever going to say that the very first time they had sex is the best time they've ever had it and that's 
100% the truth you learn more by the more you're doing um and usually the person you're having sex with for the first time is really inexperienced as well so like you know don't worry you're not going to do anything wrong at all okay so another one that came in says my boyfriend is slimmer than me and I'm going through a low body confidence stage um and if they're struggling so I just want to say as a like boyfriend's been slimmer than you it doesn't matter like one of you has to be slimmer than the other I know that could be something that can really eat away at like girls feelings and like your confidence but that's only because society has made us believe that the girl has to be slimmer the guy has to be muscly and built and the girl has to be like this little petite little thing but that's just not how society works I mean look at everyone's parents like look at your parents look at like people that are older in relationships like they don't follow the same like society movie standard of like small petite girl big strong muscly man that's not how couples really work in the real world like people come in all different shapes and sizes it's not always man is taller girl is smaller like that's not how it works um so don't feel like just because you're not fitting into what society has deemed as normal means that you need to feel low about your body and your self-esteem i'm heavier than my boyfriend i am wider in the hips and i weigh more than him he is much taller than me he's much more muscly than me but I still weigh more than my own boyfriend I've got a lot more fat on my stomach and on my back and everywhere else in my body than he does and that doesn't that doesn't bother me that he's slimmer than me I can get bothered by my own appearance from time to time and that's so normal but I'd never let his his physique compared to my physique be something that's bothering me and you shouldn't either you don't have to compare yourself to your partner's body um whether they're male or female you don't need to compare yourself to them they're with you because they love you and they appreciate you and you know they want to be with you they're not looking at your body being like oh god if she puts on another few pounds i'm not going to be with her and they're definitely not thinking during sex oh god she's actually heavier than me they're not thinking that trust like trust me they're thinking about getting their pleasure that's what they're thinking about um so don't let that be something that's concerning you totally normal to have low self-esteem days and that's all about you finding out what's making you feel low and how you can build yourself back up but you should never compare yourself to anyone especially not your own partner because they're never going to be happy doing that like imagine if your boyfriend told imagine if you were the slimmer one your boyfriend was like oh yeah you're just a little bit slimmer than me like it's making me feel uncomfortable you'd be like what the hell like that's such a ridiculous thing to say like I don't look at you in that kind of way they're the exact same they don't look at you in that way they're not looking at your weight or what way you look when you're in bed or anything like that so again it's good it's not good but it's normal to have low self-esteem days and it's normal to question your appearance and not be entirely happy with your appearance and that's all about you growing yourself and you understanding what it is you don't like about yourself and then just learning to appreciate and love yourself but please don't compare yourself to anyone's body and don't compare yourself to your partners because one of you has to be heavier than the other I'm heavier than my own boyfriend and that's something I would never even consider about thinking I would never think during sex or think during kissing or think during watching tv oh my god I'm heavier than him I would just that, that thought just wouldn't come into my head and should not come into yours relationships all around the world do not fit the movie the cinema criteria of small petite girl tall strong man like that's just that's in movies it does happen in real life by all means it definitely does when I first met Jamie I was a lot more petite and I was a lot smaller than him I am shorter than him too but it's natural for the two of you to fluctuate in weight throughout your whole relationship so don't worry about that they're interested in you the main thing I'm going to say here is that they're interested in you they're with you they are your boyfriend they if they cared about something as shallow as your looks and appearance then they wouldn't be with you if you think that you're not meeting what their expectations are then they wouldn't be with you they are with you because they don't care about that they're not shallow so don't put that kind of thoughts into your head about what they're thinking because they're not thinking that at all okay so another person said that she feels it's important to share that intimacy 
is a lot more than just sex especially in long-term relationships it's so normal to go through phases to little or no sex as you both may not want at the same time so totally true intimacy is definitely not all about sex intimacy is about different ways you and your partner feel connected to each other i feel intimate with my partner just when we're both looking at each other or maybe when we're both holding our hands or maybe like if we walk down the street and he puts his arm around me i feel intimate with my partner at those occasions there's so many different ways you can feel intimate with someone and you can go through stages where you're not having sex with someone but you feel really connected to that person emotionally um and it could just be because you've spent a lot of time with each other talking or talking about your feelings or maybe watching your favorite movie there is a lot more to relationships than just sex and I do think everyone look I feel like a lot of people do know that but I do feel like a lot of people think that there's an expectation that sex is the main thing and I think that comes from a lot of different talks people even have like like I said a lot of girls don't speak about sex but I do even feel like me and my own girlfriends will be talking about like oh yeah I'm having sex so regularly this that and the other and that can really put someone else down that isn't having it regularly and sex isn't about that sex is about the experience the happiness and um, uh, sorry relationships is about the experience you're having with them the happiness they bring to you the way you the way you both kind of like pebble into each other and the way you both match each other um and it's about being there for them at their lows and being there for them at their highs and then vice versa it's just make it's about compatibility and it's not all about sex sex is just a small percentage of a relationship and look it can make or break relationships especially at the start but it's not the be all and end all and the longer you're with someone like i said the more other things will come into the limelight sex is such a predominant thing in a relationship at the start but it's not something that's so heavily focused on as the relationship continues it's always important to still have it there as something that the two of you need to be working on together the two of you should feel like your needs are being met in a relationship but it does become more of a back burner as relationships go on like you can find yourself that you might have gone a week or two without having sex and like oh jesus you might not have even noticed and then you might make an effort to do it again whereas at the start of a relationship if you go two weeks without having sex you're probably broken up by now you know what i mean like it's just different for everyone um but 100 percent, this girl is totally correct intimacy is about a lot more than just having sex with your partner there's so many other ways you can feel intimate with them and figuring that out as well and figuring out how the two of you can feel really close and connected without having to take your clothes off is a really good one too okay so a guy did write in he said why are irish girls so shy to talk about discussions related about sex and look that just goes back to the same things i was saying at the very start like i think sex has been embedded into irish women as something that's shameful not even just irish women maybe women around the world but something that's shameful it's something that we shouldn't really be talking about male sex has always been like topic of sex has always been about men and males pleasure it's never even been about like women's pleasure that's not been the first thought about sex in movies in porn it's never been like it's never been like a natural thing for like it to be just about the woman it's always kind of about the man and men ejaculating and wanking that's just always been such a natural topic to talk about but when it comes to women that in self-pleasure and masturbation that's been like a bit of a taboo so because we've gone through our whole lives knowing that we can't openly discuss with our friends like about our own pleasures and what we like even though men can um and men have it just makes it a bit more of a taboo subject for us and look I'm not sitting here saying that like men walk around the place saying wank 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 the whole time but I just mean like even for it to be like a joke from when you're younger like oh yeah that's in the wank bank now like even for that to be an open joke and boys were not embarrassed about saying that that just makes it a little bit more of an open topic to discuss rather than women like we would never say that and even like I remember like when you were younger they used like rumors about girls being like oh yeah she's gapped because she fingers herself like that's just not a thing but that used to be a thing people used to say 
Um, like it's just absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like the things that used to come out about women and self-pleasure and if they were ever doing anything, it was totally wrong and it was weird. And even to this day, I still have friends who will not self-explore their own body because it's probably embedded into something that that's a weird thing to do when it's not, it's so totally normal. I'm so happy that I've been so like sexually aware, like literally my whole life. I've always just been interested in the idea of it. I've always wanted to understand my own kind of desires and things myself. So I'm really okay with the topics. <clears throat> I don't struggle to talk to my partner about different things. I don't struggle to talk about anything to anyone really. That's why I'm on a podcast here today talking about it. But I can totally understand why people have got that barrier up where they feel like they can't speak about it. A lot of my friends are so open like me and the two of us can sit down and we can talk about X, Y and Z details with each other. And then another person might have the same conversation. They'll feel totally awkward. They feel, won't even feel like they'll want to discuss that. Like I have some of my friends who I've never even heard one single of their sex stories and that's crazy to me because they've probably heard loads of mine or I've heard loads of my other friends um, and it's just because different people have interpreted the way they've been brought up around the discussion of sex and they've interpreted that so differently and they've taken it on themselves differently some people look are private people and they don't want to discuss it but the reason they may be private about it is because they've been told that that's supposed to be a sacred secret thing so they keep it a little bit private other people obviously keep it private because they just don't care for other people knowing their business um, but some people do genuinely keep it private because it's incredible into their heads so that it's supposed to be like the sacred secret and they won't discuss it because that's something that is just taboo to speak about um but it's all just about the wiring of our brains and how we're taught about it at the end of the day that's why a lot of irish girls don't talk about it openly and there is a lot of slut shaming and sex shaming when it comes to it if a woman is going to start speaking about what she likes in bed her sexual desires people are quick to label her as a whore or a slut she may have only had sex with one person her entire life but people are very quick to label her as a whore or as a slut we see that all the time in the sex industry there's so many girls now in ireland that have set up only fans i even actually noticed this as well that there was um like radio interviews with girls that had set up OnlyFans and they were, got, they were kind of asking like the girls like oh yeah like why would you do that like what's going on like blah 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 and it was all why why why's and there's a lot of slut shaming with it when then there was a guy in Ireland who went viral for setting up um the TikTok I don't know if he was Irish now or if he was something else but he set up not a TikTok sorry an OnlyFans account and he was praised for it people are like oh my god isn't it gas now there's a lot of horny women on it here subscribing to him um that's so funny now he's making his bank that's so good whereas when a woman does it they're like oh my god has she not got any self-respect like there's other ways to make money and it's that narrative that makes women not want to talk about these kind of topics it's because women aren't able to talk about it freely women aren't allowed to enjoy sex without having being labeled slut or anything like that we see it even in things like love violence and stuff if a woman on the show is like wanting to like graft and get on with a load of other different guys they're automatically labeled as slut whereas if a guy is student they're like oh yeah he's just experimenting he's just seeing what he needs to do um or the, the worst thing they'll call them is like a player like oh my god he's a player like and it's forgotten about like a guy doesn't even care if he's labeled a player whereas a woman will really care if they're labeled a slut um so it's just a different narrative that's been pushed upon us for years and look hopefully with all the different kind of strains of media bringing out different like me talking about this on a podcast different people talk about it on youtube people talk about it on their instagram because females i think now are becoming so much more sexually aware and they're talking about their desires and their sexual fantasies a lot more i do think for the younger generation it is going to be a lot easier for them i hope to god that a lot of people that are my age when we start having kids we do raise our kids to be okay with talking about these topics and knowing that it's an okay subject to talk about and it becomes a lot less linked to the church i do feel like unfortunately sex is just linked to the church way too much here in ireland um, and that has kind of created like this kind of idea in our heads that we as women should not talk about them 
like I was saying as at the start of the podcast, a lot of women have been so scared to even explore their own sexual fantasies and desires because they're afraid of like what people will say about them. My own advice on that would just be figure out what you like by yourself. You don't have to tell anyone. Order a fucking vibrator. Nasty gal, sell them. Like it'll be coming in a clothing package. Order it with a dress and a t-shirt. Get it sent to your house. Open up your package. Keep it hidden somewhere in your room. Figure out what it is you like yourself. And then start bringing that to relationships. I do feel the more older you get, you're going to start meeting people that are more mature. And they're more okay with exploring what you like. Um... And that's okay too. When you're 15 and 16, a guy isn't going to want to be like exploring all these kind of things with you. Back then, the sex is really fucking shit. And it all, it's definitely about male pleasure when you're younger, which I hope when people grow up, um, like I hope when, as the generations goes on, it's not just always about men and what they want. And by saying this whole podcast, I'm not trying to say like everything is about them. I fully am aware that some men are definitely not okay with talking about sex and it's something that they're uncomfortable with. But this specific podcast is about women and how we kind of like what way we're put into a narrative about sex. Um, but I am, I do feel like I'm waffling and I'm saying the same words over and over because I'm a little bit tired. So I will leave it there. I think I'll have another podcast about this um, another time. That was just some of the questions that was asked, but this is coming up to an hour. I hope this has kind of like made people feel a little bit more comfortable in themselves, made people feel more comfortable in their own sexual desires and things like that. There's so many different things women and men want that are different. There's so many things that you might want that your friends don't like sexually. You might say something and your friends might think, oh my God, that's crazy just say that, but never feel embarrassed about things that you like sexually um, and don't let someone else criticize you for something that you enjoy or something that you're only trying to explore if you want to keep it private for the sake of you wanting to explore it without judgment be all, by all means be my guest if anyone here is listening to this and you're not someone who shares your own sexual experiences don't shame your friends because they're sharing theirs if your friend has been open and honest with you and they're willing to share their sexual experiences and they're talking about it don't be the person to be like oh my god that's gross oh my god why would you say that don't shame them like don't slut shame your friends and you might be like oh my god that's not slut shaming i'm just saying like i don't want to hear it like you can explain to them in a private setting like oh look i just don't really want to talk about it because it makes me feel uncomfortable because i've got an issue with sex not because they shouldn't be saying it like you should be open and honest to talk to your friends and if they want to speak about these things they can if you're feeling uncomfortable talking about it that's actually an issue you have and don't make them feel like a bad person for wanting to talk about these things don't make them feel dirty for wanting to talk about those things if you've got an issue with hearing about topics like sex if this podcast has made you feel uncomfortable you need to figure out why do you feel uncomfortable talking about sex why do you feel uncomfortable listening to a woman talk about sex why do you feel uncomfortable when females talk about pleasure and their own experiences it's a you problem if you kind of feel negative about that and I'm not saying that in like a like a this is all your fault kind of way but like it is actually something that's rooted in your own head that you feel weird about these things your friends should be anyone should be open and should be allowed to speak about their own sexual fantasies or desires or just their own sex life in general without judgment from their friends or their peers because they're going to get it from the outside world they don't need it from the people that are closest to them so that's kind of what I'm going to leave it on <clears throat> be open to learning about yourself sexually be open to listening to your friends if they're talking to you about these things please don't slut shame anyone even if it's so much as like you're slut shaming some girl who got with your ex like she got with your ex so you've probably gotten with someone else's ex I mean like let's just drop the whole narrative of slut shaming and sex equals slut because it fucking doesn't um let's just take the word back girls and let's just move on with it but <clears throat> anyway like I said I am waffling a little bit I'm just gonna post this I'm not even gonna listen back to it I hope <laughs> this is good and I am gonna do like a more structured one of this next time with some more questions live laugh love see you later girlies bye